Hello, and welcome to The Midlife with Kimberly Sampson and Tracy Feldstein. If you're over 40 and under dead, you're in the right place. Good morning, and welcome to The Midlife. Good morning, Tracy. Good morning, Kimby. Hi, everybody. Shall we play this morning's Why Are We Late to Recording? It's like my new favorite game. Okay. So (laughs) I tapped out first and um, I'm kind of proud of myself because I knew an hour before recording that there was no way it was happening. And I think when you grow up, um, I think when you grow up around narcissism, you're always worried. Are you being the asshole? So I was really proud of myself. I'm like, I know right now that I'm not going to make it. And I'm going to give Tracy that extra time, right? Because 15 minutes, I think for all of us, everyone listening, like if you have 15 minutes, it's amazing what we can accomplish in 15 minutes. And at that moment, I thought it really was going to only be 15 minutes. So I apologize for the extra seven on top of that or something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I, I think my favorite part about the whole thing, I mean, besides the freedom to ask for what you need, yeah, both of us. I, I, I love that. And I think that's new for most of us <laughs> is allowing us to ask for what we need. Right. Um, there's that. Um, sorry guys. I, I always, whenever someone's late, I know there's this stress on the other side. Mm-hmm. And for me, I love to tell people like, I can always use an extra 15 minutes. Like I can, there's so much that that shifted me into, okay, I'll handle my, blah, 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 and like came downstairs and even looked at the clock and thought, I even have time to wash my glasses. Huh. <laughs> How did I get all of that done? And here I am. And here you are. So, are those the new glasses? It's always welcome. Are those These the, new, are the gla- new glasses? So cute. Look they amazing. Yeah, yeah. My new caddis. I have to tell you, midlifers, you know, they, I think everyone tells you just pick up the junk pair at the supermarket or whatever, and it's totally fine. Just get your readers anywhere. And the more that you need them, I think that's not true because I use mine a lot now, especially because we're in front of the computer and stuff. And my eyes, it, it strains them and it bugs them. And just putting on a good lens that's even a reader, but it's a glass good lens has made all of the difference. So... I'm and you all, look adorable. I'm just sharing that. <laughs> well, and you can have fun with it. Thank you. But uh, I, it it definitely makes a huge difference. So I'm, I've literally been passing them to people. And every time they put them on, they're like, whoa, why does that feel better? I'm like, because it's easier on your eyes. So everyone, run out and get a pair of good glasses. All right. That's so funny <laughs> that you say that. And it's like so like symptomatic of where we are in life because I do have a nice pair of glasses that I went to the optometrist and got the good lenses for my prescription, which has changed drastically. And I need to go back. And this is a reminder to myself to make that appointment. But I forgot them. And I was working from my mom's house when my washing machine broke. And she's like, here, she gave me some readers and everything was like concave. It made me dizzy. Was so weird. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I, I agree wholeheartedly. Anywho, so why we're late? We, why we're late this morning? <laughs> I'll go first. Uh, first of all, the alarm went off, and I was in such a deep sleep that it's been several hours, and I think I'm still not awake. Have you ever had that experience? Yeah, it was a slow moving morning for me too. It's like I feel like I am in a different gravitational force than the rest of Earth right now. 
I completely understand that. I'm sure everyone else does too. Yeah. And I can't decide, is it, yeah. Am I getting sick or it was just a great sleep and I can't wake up? Yeah. Or do you have any kind of like sleep deprivation or did you eat different this weekend or was there alcohol? Was there anything that shifted? Like you're kind of having that like, oh God, Monday hangover kind of feeling in your body. First of all, do I have sleep deprivation? Like, of course, who, who listening doesn't? It's like we have 25 years <laughs> yeah. of sleep deprivation. Uh, that's number one. And no, I, no alcohol and, uh, good eating, just yeah. fucking wiped. Anyway, so that's number yeah. one. And then number two, I had to make my yogurt. I make, I make our own yogurt. I cured Dave's heartburn. And part of it is like the bacteria that I'm feeding him. And I just was like, it's, you had takes 36 hours to make it. So I have to make sure when I start that I'll be able to finish. And so if I don't do it in the morning, like it won't be ready until, you know, two nights. So if I do it at 11 o'clock in the morning, I'm not awake at 11 o'clock at night in 36 hours. (laughs) That's not happening. No. So it's like, like (gasps) pressure that I had to do it this morning. So thank you. Yeah. That's a full on commitment. Yeah. It was. That's good. That's a good reason. Yeah. And then showering and looking adorable for you. (laughs) Well, that's very important. Did you, I want to know, did you learn the yogurt 36 hours, like the the hard way, or did you do the math before and go, no, 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 no. If I do it now, (laughs) I got lucky. Did you do it at 11 one day? Oh, you got lucky. I got lucky because once I did it at like 10 or 1030 and like, that's really pushing it for my circadian rhythms. Right. And I was like, Oh God. And, and I was like, can I trust Dave to take it out? Or is it just going to have been a fruitless effort and it's going to be a, you know, ruined by morning. So then I was like, Oh, there's math involved and I better pay attention. Yeah. So I got kind of lucky, but no, I did yeah. not. And that did not occur to me until I almost had a mistake. Yeah. Anyway, I've, I've definitely done that with some of my slow cook, slow cooker recipes when mm. I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> by the time that's done and it cools and I can put it away, it's going to be four in the morning. Like, what do <laughs> I do? <laughs> Those have been brutal. (laughs) Yeah, but I always learn it midway and I'm like, oh crap, (laughs) this is going to be ugly. Yeah, I got lucky. I got lucky for sure. Also, I'm laughing at the evolution of my cooking from, I used to use the slow cooker until I discovered the Instapot. I'm like, what the fuck? Why would I have done anything that made things go more slowly? The Instapot is the best thing that ever happened to me. (sighs) I don't trust it yet. I'm still oh. old school. I'm slow cook. I, I instapot a little bit, but I like the texture that happens from the slow cook. It's uh-huh. different than the instapot and certain things don't translate. I don't care what anyone says. I think you're right. I did do like a roast in the instapot and it was, became taco. It had to, like you couldn't eat it. Yeah. <laughs> like it was a little tough. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So now I need all of the things. I need the air fryer, the Instapot, the slow cooker, the rice cooker. It's I'm ridiculous in my pantry. Yeah. Now I gotta get you the now I gotta get you the yogurt maker. Oh yeah. Oof. Okay. I'm I don't love yogurt, so uh, but well, I, know, and then, I know how important it is though. And then I had a really rude awakening. Riley was home when I started this project of making our own yogurt, and he is a chemist a, a biology major, so he 
he's a scientist, going to be a scientist. And he looks at me and he goes, you know, that's just an incubator, right? (laughs) And I was like, ew, gross. You're growing disgusting things in labs with this. And I'm calling it a yogurt maker. (laughs) (laughs) I bet yours is cuter than his. Mm, I don't know. I'm going to ask him to send me a picture. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. So good. What did you do with your extra well, time this morning? Well, I used that time. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of had the same, I, I had the moment of like, am I just going to do the podcast and put it first and then like run around like a crazy person after? Or am I going to ask for the, and there was the 15 minutes, like as I'm having this discussion with myself, you're like, and that's why I wrote to you. Hell yeah. Like, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Cause I was like, okay, what can I get done in 15 minutes? So I, um, you know, it's already Monday. I feel like the time is like this morning. Usually I wake up at some ungodly hour. I get so much done. And this morning I woke up at that ungodly hour and I felt like it was 10 before I, I was like, what happened before I got anything done? It was not the normal flow and it was mm. challenging. And so on top of all the things that I like so marvelously thought I was going to handle a friend called and was like, Hey, I'm in town. I can only come over this afternoon. <laughs> can, you, can we stop by and say hi and see your house? And I was like, Oh, uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so you can only imagine. Um, I, in the, I realized we were talking about like being better at telling the full story. And the other day I talked about my husband surprising me and coming home. Um, so he, uh, he commutes for work. And so he's not here full time with me. And so, so anyway, when he is, it's like every last second of just having fun and doing good things and, you know, still working on the house and, you know, we got so much done, but it was the aftermath of that this morning Mm -hmm. at my house. And I'm like, (laughs) I mean, I think I woke up at five and just like took out the like weed whackers to work on the hair growing on my face. Mm. (laughs) I think that's where all the time went. (laughs) Thank you, hormones, and just, you know, all the things, all the grooming, uh, lady things. So, so many things. Number one, I found a new hair this morning. This one was fabulous because Ugh. usually at least like they stick out and you can feel them and at least you can attend to them. This one I found growing horizontally and I was like, what is that line on my, oh God, that's not a line. That's like a dark hair <laughs> growing under my chin. So with you with that. And also I find myself, I find myself doing this. And so then I'm like, well, everybody knows what I'm doing is like, is that wrist whisker ready to pull? <laughs> right. Do you do Definitely that? not being discreet. No. Um, I, I don't because I would have to rub my whole face. <laughs> Oh, this is so awful. My poor mom is so awful. I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing research on the laser removal for everybody. So I'll, oh. I'll report back. You know what your research you know, is going to include? Blogs. Yeah. What are we? <laughs> we're supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm working on a lot of them, and I realize I'm just um, knee deep in like, oh, oh, that too, oh, that too, <laughs> like all the things that <laughs> I'm learning about and want to share about, and so I'm not finishing any of them because that one leads to another one. <laughs> so there's going to be a pile of great information at some point. <laughs> of all the questions but we're asking ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um. Well, let me tell you the one thing that you're going to find out about the laser hair removal is that not everybody is a candidate. Mm. Oh, so, I'm sure. 
If you're what a does that mean? Tell if, me. Unless you have dark hair, it doesn't work. Oh, so if you're a blonde well, or a redhead. Lucky for me. Not lucky for me. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well, there's got to be options, right? I don't know. But they'll figure something out, hopefully. Um, it's funny that you yeah. brought up Matt because um, when I was thinking about today, I wanted to talk about Matt because I had the same thought that people don't know. Like I thought, oh, people don't understand. And I thought it'd be fun to share like that you made this bold choice. Like you guys together were like, we are going to have a different life. We're leaving Los Angeles and you went and Matt commutes for work. And like, that was a pretty bold decision. And the effort it takes to keep your family like so tight, like you are and how he has to manage his schedule to be there for important. And I mean, it's kind of amazing. Yeah, it's definitely a dance. It has, you know, like everything, it has its good and bad stuff to it. You know, it's challenges and it's fun. Uh, I love the part that when he's here, it's like go time and we're just having fun and we're doing what we, you know, we're, we're all in and we're really present. And when we're away, we're communicating a lot more than, you know, your busy life uh, yeah. makes time for sometimes. And and sometimes not. We're both still busy, you know, but there's definitely a different um, texture to our relationship. It's it's kind of fun. And there's also the fun of like the go away, let me weed whack, get ready. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, part to it where it's like, oh, I'm so excited. We're so excited. We can't wait to see each other. So there's that kind of like almost dating part to yeah. it too that kind of feels like at like nine years married, 12 years together, you kind of need that like reboot. So it kind of feels fun knowing that, you know, the, the idea was that he was, he was up for this job and they said no brainer. And then things uh, shifted and you mean a job locally, like to clarify, you thought it was all gonna, yeah. Yeah. It was all going to work out. And then, you know, the powers that be that didn't happen. So we also know that, you know, there's, there's another plan. And so we knew that, in a year, you know, he's up for retiring and he can find another job and like he can, he's going to be here. So it's not like forever, right. which also makes it pretty doable because uh, I feel yeah. like by the time a year happens, I'll have finally gotten my shit together and maybe most of the house together. <laughs> so yeah, it kind of feels like a fair number to me. Uh, so anyway, that's yeah, it, it definitely is not what everyone would choose. And it's kind of it's neat in my neighborhood too. They're very supportive and neighborly, and there are a lot of people that commute mm. for work, and there's um, a lot of moms at home with the kids and stuff. So the people that are around are, like, really show up. I mean, my next-door neighbor, he, I feel like he brings my trash cans in every week, Aww. and he's, like, you know, always asking, like, I'm here if you need any help. You want me to come lift something or do – you know, everyone's just, like um, – it's really supportive. So it feels really neat. Let's be honest. I don't think there's anybody listening that is thinking, gosh, I'd really miss my husband if I didn't see him for three or four days at a time. <laughs> like That sounds like a very healthy break. All right. I mean, geez, you get to watch whatever you want on TV, go to sleep. You don't have to, you know, be embarrassed. <laughs> you just get a little quiet time. And for me, it's uh, it's nice because we're being really creative and we're, blow- you know, starting something new. And so my energy isn't as pulled like I think my slow mode to today is like that's a lot. It's yeah. it's extra to have that other human in the house and you know 
have to want to show up for it and do all the things and all the fun and all the whatever. And, you know, just, I'm just tired from it. <laughs> you know, yesterday I was like, I think I need to sit down. <laughs> yeah. Like, are we going to sit down? <laughs> I think that'll normalize though too, yeah. as you get the house more settled and all of that kind of good stuff. Yeah. For sure. So but then, we're also just having fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so fun. Bowling. Oh, you're bowling been- and yeah. Yeah, we bought the solo stove so we can be outside and like it's cold. And so we were making like a campfire in the backyard and like, you know, we just like, it's like being little kids. Like we don't want to go to sleep. Everything's so new and fun and adventurous for us. You'll let me know when the house on your block is up for sale, right? <laughs> I will. I will. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on the subject of Matt, we all had a conversation last week. I called you guys were in the car. It was so fun. And, um, Matt asked me how old I am. I thought yes. that was funny. I want to talk about that. Oh, good. Tell me. So the narcissism in me was like, oh, God, why is he asking? Does he think I'm much older than Tracy? That was my, that was my thought. <laughs> our, our, our thoughts are so scary. So scary. <laughs> They're so scary. Uh, no, I think he was just... Like, are you guys, were you in the same grade? Were you not in the same grade? Were you this? How, you know, like, you know, my, you know, my best friend is a year older than me. But not really though. Right. So she's right. the next year, but it's only a couple of months. It's just like you. Right. So it's like, no, no, we're almost all the same age, but you know, so he was just wondering and I, and I laughed cause I was, I think we're in the same grade. I think we've had this talk, but you know, me, things go in and out of the years very quickly. So. How funny is that? That we still talk in grades. Cause we do. Like, what year did you graduate? Oh, you were old for your grade. Oh, you were young for your grade. We still talk like that. Yeah. That's not funny. Weird. How that defines that, like, structure of school. It's like it, it, that structure goes into your later life. We'll be back after a quick break. Hey there, midlifers. It's Tracy and Kimby, and did you know that we also have a natural body care business? It's called Hello Mellow, and it is a natural way to moisturize and get rid of any of your dry skin conditions from alligator skin to dry bumps to eczema, anything that you have. It's food grade, it's natural, and it really works. Grab yours at hellomellow.com, H-E-L-L-O-M-E-L-L-O-W.com and use coupon code THEMIDLIFE to get 10% off your order. Why is that? It really does, but it's, I think it, it's, as you're saying it, it's so interesting because an experience of being the youngest in the class and the experience of being the oldest mm. in the class are very different. Yes. And so same as, you know, are you the youngest in your family, the oldest in your family, or, you know, are the middle kid, you know, it's kind of that same thing of like, Ooh, where were you? What was your experience? You know, it wasn't at all similar to mine. And if not, you could speak to it, which I think is fun. Like, Ooh, what was it like being for you? The, the oldest, you know, yeah. almost just sparks more interest of like, Ooh, how did that mold you? Was it, was it different for you being one of the youngest in the grade? It was. You know, last yeah. to get the license, first to be in everyone's car accident. 
with them because I was in, I was, <laughs> I was a passenger in everyone who got their first year license. So I've been in more car accidents than anyone I know. Uh, and my poor husband and anyone else that has ever driven with me, I'm like <laughs> in the front seat without even knowing I'm doing it. Cause I've been in 400,000 car accidents. One of which so was I, with my husband. He's like, do you need to drive? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I was in his accident too. <laughs> yeah. What, one of his accidents. <laughs> oh, that's the one I know of. What about you? What was your experience? Yeah. Um, oh. I loved being the youngest of the grade. I took, like, it um, made me feel really important. Like, it had nothing to do with anything, but because okay. I was so much younger, like, that was how I am just being honest. It made me feel like really important. Like, Oh, I must be really smart. So much younger than everybody else. And then it kicked my ass when I got to college because I was so much younger. And that maturity that you kind of need when you go away for the first time, I did not have. So I think it caught In up what with ways? me. Time. Explain. In what ways? I was just a brat and a baby, I think. So, and also so it was just hard. Yeah. It really caught up with me. And then also it, not getting the license wasn't as a big a deal as not um, having um, ID. So I didn't have ID until my mm. senior year of college. I mean, yeah. I had a fake ID, but I got taken up at Yankee Doodles on 3rd Street early in college. <laughs> so You didn't get another one? <laughs> I mean, I did have like a, I did have go to um, Kinko's and I did do like a color copy of my DMV receipt and change the date. And that kind of works sometimes in Austin, but it still was different. Yeah. Caught up with me. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. There you go. Anyway, grades weird. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So and then the rest of our conversation was that Matt is a lower grade than us. And I thought that was yes, interesting. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> He's two yeah. grades behind us. Yeah. Yep. My younger man. <laughs> and so that's I a mean, funny thing too. Do we, we, are we kind of uh, conditioned to think like the boys are supposed to be older than the girls? Cause we have that in our family and my brother-in-law thinks it's funny to tease my sister-in-law that she's a few years older than him. Like it's still like, he thinks it's something to like needle her about. And I thought that's kind of funny. So fascinating. Uh, I don't even know what to say about that. Uh, I have, I don't care. I mean, people are people and they mature differently. And I think it's about the person. I know that in society, it's, it is, yeah. right? Like, older men, younger women, sometimes drastically. Uh, right. So, yeah, I, I think I waited till I was much older and really wanted to look at what it felt like and who they were and, you know, where I was. So I didn't really care the age. It was more like, is am I not going to scare the fucking shit out of you? was the beginning of most <laughs> relationships. <laughs> and, you know, most of them just ran for their lives. So it was, it right. worked out well. It did. Yeah. But could, so in high school though, in high school though, like you would have been a senior, you wouldn't have dated a sophomore. God forbid. No, I didn't even know one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was definitely not happening. But oh, I don't know why. I just, that was not. I just saying it's weird. Yeah. Isn't it funny? Anyway, 
Matt's perfect. Yeah. Perfect for you. You're perfect for him. And basically you are yeah, the same age. So I don't know. I just thought I it mean, was a fun construct. Yeah. I mean, do we think boys mature so differently anyway? Do they? I mean, I mature? <laughs> yeah, yes, I'm joking. Right? Exactly. So does it matter what age they are? <laughs> sort of what I'm saying politely. <laughs> well, what I do is that like, it's inside of me. I thought I'm going to need someone that's already been through a relationship, probably been divorced, like had to, or something like got them to look at themselves or look at the world or something drastic, you know? So as I was getting to know Matt, it was like, not only was he separated, getting divorced, he had been through a cancer life scare, mm. life and death. And I was like, Oh, right. Not just divorce. I would have needed like a cancer life and death to be able to have a conversation and not be afraid of me. And that made sense to me. I was like, Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. So for sure. It wasn't it about his age. Out. It was about life experience. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought We're it was a funny conversation age. we had about age yeah. and grade. Um, then the other thing that I was thinking about age is at this point, people are divorcing, like gray divorce is on the rise and people are going out back on the dating market. And I was thinking, you know, like if you were 30 and you were dating a guy that was 40, like that kind of seemed hot, right? Like he was the older man, but if you're 50 and you're going back out there, do you want a 60 year old? <laughs> No, I don't think you would. I don't know. I mean, I don't have no experience. I just thought that's so interesting. Like, yeah, that, that, that 10 year difference is going to seem much more drastic. The older you get for the bad, I think. You think, I don't know if I agree. Cause well, if I you're mean, 70 and somebody's 80, like your health and your yeah, physical body. Right. So I'm just yeah, saying like, what then, would that be I'm like? like uh, I think it's again about the person. So there's so many different, right? Like 60 to some is they're so much healthier than some 50 year olds I know, right? Mentally, yeah. health, physically. And so that's attractive. Doesn't matter what age it is. So I think there's 80 year olds that are more put together and living their lives well than some other 70 or 75 year olds, you know? So I think it just depends on the person. And I don't know. Well, how dare you make it deep? I'm just talking physical. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for you being asked. here with us. I mean, of course I asked. And of course you answered. Now I feel like a shallow bitch. Oh my but anyway. <laughs> that's the good, that's the magic here. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you all for being with us this Monday morning as we got our slow start. We appreciate you being here, even though it's, you know, I got to stop doing that because it's Wednesday when you're listening. But anyway, whatever. You get us. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Have an awesome day. and We'll talk to you in a couple of days. Hang in there no matter what age you are. <laughs> Good. Wise words.